0: my name is Jason and you're listening to the Embrace Church Podcast. God is doing some incredible things at each one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota. To learn more about Embrace and maybe plan your visit, head on over to imembrace.com. We hope today's message brings you hope, inspires you, and encourages you in your walk with God. Let's dive in to today's message.
1: Well, hey, everyone. Merry Christmas. So glad that you all are here today. Uh, if I've not met you before, my name is Travis. I'm our campus pastor for our Sertoma campus, which is on the beautiful and sunny west side of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, if you didn't know that. Uh, what's up, Sertoma campus? What's up, T and St. Croix campuses, network churches, anyone joining us online? Uh, we are pumped that every single one of you are here today as we get to continue our Thank God It's Christmas Message series. And during this trying crazy year, what an appropriate title for a message series! Because our hope with this series is that it would break into our crazy year and into our stressful lives and into our racing minds this time of year and allow all of us to just take one big deep breath and say, Thank God. It's Christmas because for whatever reason, Christmas is always special. And for whatever reason, Christmas is always magical. And it seems like no matter what is happening around us, for whatever reason, Christmas always seems to be filled with wonder. And that is what we are going to talk about today. The wonder of Christmas. Thank God for the wonder of Christmas. This is the definition of wonder, uh, how we're going to see it today anyway. Wonder is a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration caused by something beautiful, unexpected, or inexplicable. I love this definition. I think it's a wonderful definition. Anyways, uh, right? It fills you with warmth when you read it, right? Surprise mingled with admiration causing something beautiful, unexpected, or inexplicable. That sounds like Christmas. Christmas is packed with stuff like that. It makes me think of Christmas movies and all the, all the classics around this time of year. Uh, by the way, though, if you don't wanna watch a classic, a Christmas movie? Uh, God Winks on the Hallmark Channel excellent alternative. It is a great film. has nothing to do with God, but it's still a really, really good movie. So uh, wonder is everywhere, though, this time of year, and probably no more uh, than any other place than just across the street from my house. My neighbors this time of year gaze in wonder, admiration at the beauty of my Christmas lights every single year. They probably just wonder to themselves, like, gosh, how does he do it every year? So much skill, so much creativity when they look at my Christmas lights. But seriously, though, Christmas lights are Wonderful. I always think about uh, this time of year. I'm in wonder of the generosity that I see in people. It's crazy. Like we live in a pretty me first type of culture. And yet this time of year, people are giving money and gifts and time to people that they don't even know. It's unexpected. It's surprising. And yet it's so beautiful. There's probably a lot of wonder in our Christmas traditions. I know for me, I always think about going to my uh, great grandparents' house every Christmas Eve night. They lived in this tiny little two bedroom farmhouse, and we have this huge family. So we're packed in there, elbow to elbow. And I remember my aunts and uncles always eating oyster stew, and I'll never forget always like trying to not throw up while I watch them eat oyster stew. It's just like, oyster stew is gross. Why are you doing that so close to my face? Um, but it was always just, it was just this wonderful time. And hopefully for you too, like, you just have so many wonderful memories of Christmas, maybe running down the steps to get your presents, maybe making breakfast with your mom, putting together gifts with your dad, going to church together as a family, whatever it is for you. Hopefully we have Christmas memories that are filled with wonder. Um, but for some of us, uh, also this time of year, it can be kind of tough because maybe we've lost a loved one. And they're not around anymore for Christmas, and that's hard for us. And if that's you, um, I just want to recognize you right now that I see you um, in a lot of ways. I know some of what you're going through. Uh, my wife and I lost my wife's mom last year, and we lost my brother a couple of years ago. So I know that this time can also be hard. But... Uh, Regardless of what our experience might be, and regardless of what our past with Christmas might look like, there's always going to be one part of Christmas that will always be filled with wonder. And that, of course, is the reason for Christmas. The original Christmas story, the Christmas story that started all of our Christmas stories. And you probably know the story pretty well. If you grew up going to church, you certainly know the Christmas story well. But even if you didn't, you probably know the high points. Um, But if you don't, I'll just share them with you. Son of God comes to earth as a baby, born of a virgin woman. And then one thing that you maybe didn't recognize before, but he was born in the world's first and probably most rustic Airbnb. So that's kind of cool, kind of a little home sharing thing happening, which was neat. But if we really think about this, if we really think about the elements of the Christmas story, my goodness, we would be blown away in wonder by all of the elements of this story. I mean, the virgin birth, ladies out there, like imagine this, you've never been with a man in that way before, right? And you're pregnant? That is inexplicable. That is unexpected to say the least. Our guys, like your girlfriend, you, you guys have never been together and she gets pregnant. Can you imagine? It is so surprising, so unexpected, yet this happened, or or Jesus even coming to this earth as a baby, like, God, he is all-powerful, he's perfect, the creator of everything, and yet he sends his, his frail little baby to earth, his perfect little God baby to earth, to be protected by imperfect humans. It's inexplicable, like it's crazy to even think about, and yet, of course, it happened. And so we find wonder in our Christmas traditions. We find wonder in the things that our people are doing around us during this time of year. And of course, we find wonder in the Christmas story that many of us know so well. But today, uh, we're going to take one layer deeper dive into that Christmas story. Because as wonderful and surprising as the Christmas story is at face value, It's even more wonderful than you might know. So I'm excited to get into that. Before uh, we do, I just want to kick you a quick scenario. Uh, So imagine this. Somebody tells you that your life two years ago, somebody comes up to you two years ago and tells you that your life will look like it does right now. Our world will look like it does right now. Here's what I mean. So somebody, a friend of yours sits you down for coffee two years ago, 2018, and they, they say, hey, I have a prediction for you. Um, I think that these things are going to happen and I'm predicting it right now. So you can just pretty much book it. And so here's the first thing. Um, you know how like you can get toilet paper whenever you like right now? Yeah, in 2020, like not going to be so much a thing for part of the year. You're not going to be able to get toilet paper. So I just wanted to let you know that. Also, like Lysol disinfectant wipes. You know how like just like kind of germophobic people, everybody's going to want that. Nobody's going to be able to get it in 2020. Also, uh, restaurants, people won't go to restaurants nearly as much. Much. They'll get a lot of takeout from restaurants. Uh, people won't go into work as much. They'll mostly work from home. And parents, finally, parents, many of which have no desire to homeschool their kids, they're going to start homeschooling their kids. And some of them aren't going to be very good at it. And I just want you to know that. Now, this is all normal stuff. It's almost cliche to talk about the craziness of 2020 now. But, but here's the deal. Think about yourself two years ago. This would be bonkers. This seems normal ish to us now. Two years ago, you'd be like, that is crazy. That is insane. That will never happen. And while it is crazy, it for sure happened. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because this exact, inexplicable, wonderful scenario that we're in, wonderful, right? Uh, Scenario that we are in right now is exactly what happened with the Christmas story. It was predicted. And not just two years in advance, but hundreds of years in advance. Listen to this prediction from about 700 years before Jesus came to this earth. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. And it matters that he's called Emmanuel because Emmanuel means God with us. So somebody predicted this surprising, unexpected, virgin conceiving, getting pregnant, and a God baby coming to this earth, Emmanuel, God with us. So as wild as it is, the Christmas story at face value, the fact that it was predicted makes this so much more wonderful. Wonderful. Now, some of you might be thinking, okay, I kind of knew that. I'm not very impressed by that. I've got more for you. Uh, but before I share it, I just want to tell you just a little bit about who our predictor is. Um, so this verse is from Isaiah 714. So Isaiah, uh, he was a prophet. He lived in Jerusalem from around like 740 BC to around 680 BC. And his job, as he saw it, was to essentially tell the people of Israel and the leaders of Israel about God's coming judgment. he told them about God's coming judgment because the leaders, the kings during that time, some of them were very, very terrible. They oppressed the people. They didn't honor God. They didn't live their lives well. So Israel, essentially his job, as he saw it, it was just kind of like wave the flag to blow the whistle. Hey, like the decisions that you are making right now are not good ones. You need to turn away from the things that you are doing. Our judgment is coming for you. I just want you to know this. So that was what Isaiah's job was. And as you can imagine, leaders, kings, they don't like being told what to do. So here's a little Christmas tidbit for you. There's some pretty strong tradition that says Isaiah was actually killed by one of these terrible kings while Isaiah was hiding inside of a tree and the king actually sawed him in half and saw the tree in half as well. So Merry Christmas. Uh, But uh, so Isaiah, he spoke of coming judgment and that coming judgment came, but he also spoke of coming hope. And thankfully, that also came as well. Again, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Again, Isaiah, he predicted this. And there's wonder in the fact that he predicted it. But he also predicted something else, too. So he predicted that Jesus would come, but he also predicted what he came to do. And that is where we are going to find more Christmas wonder today. Because think about this. Think about our hypothetical friend uh, who two years ago told us everything that was going to happen in 2020. So Think about this guy and then imagine that as you're sitting in 2020 and you're seeing all of this stuff happen, all the things that he said, you're seeing them come true all around you. And then inside of your mind, you're like, oh my gosh, he predicted another thing. I kind of like cast that aside. but But now that he's right about all this other stuff, now I'm kind of remembering that he predicted something else too. What was that? What did he say? Because like, as I look around and I see masks and hand sanitizer everywhere, like he said something else too. What was that other thing that he said? He was right. He was right about all that stuff. And because he was right, the other thing that he said carries so much weight. And for Isaiah, he was right about his first prediction and he predicted something else too. And we're going to want to know what he said. And so for Isaiah, this is what. He said, and he said a lot. So just bear with me for a moment. I promise this is so good. The implications are so wonderful for us. So here's what he said. He said, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for The fire, now I know that this is a lot of stuff, I understand, but I promise the implications for for our lives are wonderful. Again, it is inexplicable that Isaiah predicted Jesus would come to this earth, but it's even more wonderful what Jesus came to do. So we're going to break down these verses. So here is the first one. For those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. So again, these Israelites, they have these terrible kings that are oppressing them. They also had nations surrounding them that were trying to take their land. These Israelites, they're walking in darkness. Their lives are dark right now. What Isaiah is saying is that help is on the way. You have terrible kings right now. You have oppressive kings right now. A new king is coming and you're going to like this king. This is a good king. He will protect you. Those of you walking in darkness, a light has dawned. Better days are ahead for you and for us. What this means for us, even though we don't have oppressive kings in our lives right now, some of us are walking in darkness. This has been a tough year for so many of us. Some of us are more lonely than we've ever been. Some of us are more isolated than we've ever been. Some of us are thinking thoughts we've never thought before and never thought that we would think them. Some of us are walking in darkness right now. And what Isaiah predicted for the Israelites, he also predicts for us, a light is coming. And that is Jesus. When Jesus came into this earth, he came to extinguish the darkness, light it up. That is what he came to do. And Isaiah doesn't say when, but he does say that he will. So if you are walking in darkness right now, Know that light is coming for you. Light is coming for you. Next verse. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest. What Isaiah is saying here to all of us and to the Israelites is that joy is coming. Be in awe. Find wonder in the fact that joy is coming. People are going to celebrate. They're going to rejoice like people do on payday, right? That's what the harvest is. You work all year long and you finally reap the rewards of all of your hard work. Some of us are working really, really hard right now. Some of us, every day is a grind. We're just churning our wheels day in and day out. And what Isaiah says to you, those of you who are working hard, trying to stay faithful, trying not to compromise right now, is saying your payday is coming and you're going to like your paycheck. Don't give up. Don't stop working. Don't stop trying. Don't get discouraged. Your payday is coming. Your hard work is going to pay off. And for some of us, it might be really unexpected. It might be really inexplicable given your current circumstance that any joy is coming at all. And yet it's a promise. This guy, Isaiah, he's good at predicting stuff. He's right a lot. And for you to know, joy is coming. Keep working. Keep trying. Joy is coming. Verse 4. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Again, this is like, it's kind of complicated language, but there's a lot to this. So for as in the day of Midian's defeat, so he's talking about Gideon. If you guys know who Gideon is, Adam actually talked about him a couple of weeks ago. But Gideon, what you need to know is he essentially won a battle with the Midianites that he never should have won. He was outnumbered, he was out-resourced, and yet he won anyway. And what Isaiah is saying is that we're going to celebrate the victory of Jesus coming in a similar way that Gideon celebrated when he defeated the Midian. It's unexpected, but it is wonderful. We're going to celebrate Jesus' victory in that very same way. And then he talks about these: this shattered the yoke of the burdens and shattered the rod of the oppressor. So again, thankfully, we don't live in a world where we're being physically oppressed, hopefully most of us, but many of us are oppressed because oppression is just a lack of freedom in an area. So we might not be physically oppressed, but I guarantee that a lot of us have a mind that is not free. A lot of us want to think differently, but we can't. That is oppression. That is lack of freedom. A lot of us want to stop doing stuff, but we can't. That is a lack of freedom. That is oppression. I know for me, like, I wish that I could stop eating so much. Like, I want to stop eating. I want to change my habits. I want to exercise more, but I can't. I'm being oppressed by these thoughts. I'm being pressed by these different things in my life. And the good news for me, and if you're struggling with anything similar, when Jesus came to this earth, the wonder of Christmas is that he shattered that oppression. He broke us free of the things that are weighing us down. Maybe not now, but sometime in the future, Jesus will shatter our oppression and he will give us freedom. Finally, verse five. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire, And this seems like a really obscure reference, but guys, this is beautiful. This is probably the most wonderful thing that I will read. Warrior's boots used in battle. Every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning. That's what soldiers would do when the battle was over. They would roll up their bloody garments. They would throw their work boots and their bloody garments into the fire. Why? Because the battle is over. For those of us who are battling right now, those of us who feel like we have to put on our work boots every single day, but we have to have our protective walls all around us all the time, that our life is just a battle. We battle all of these different things, fear and anxiety. We battle our addictions. We battle trying to figure out our families and our jobs and our marriage. What Isaiah is saying is that you don't need to do that anymore. You can take off your battle clothes and your work boots, and you can throw them all into the fire because the wonder of Christmas is that your battle has been won when Jesus came to this earth. It's incredible. It's wonderful. So what do we do with this? One of the things that I love about Embrace is that we always ask the question, like, what do we do with this information? Well, for for this, what we do with it, before we can do anything, we've got to know something. The thing that we need to know and the thing that we have to have wonder in knowing is that our battle has been won. And the reason for that is because when we know the outcome, it changes our outlook. When we know the outcome of our battle, when we know that it's been won, it changes our outlook on the battle. We just look at it differently. Let me just paint you a word picture of, of how that is. And some of you are going to be disappointed uh, from the very start with this word picture. Um, so I have a confession to make. I've been a Dallas Cowboys fan my entire life. Um, sorry for those of you who used to respect me, but it's true. And so um, I have been uh, cheering for the Cowboys for as long as I can remember. And to this day, when I watch a live Dallas Cowboys game, I am a ball of nerves and stress the entire time. I'm at the edge of my street, my, my seat, every touchdown is an enormous celebration, and every miscue and mistake is the end of the world. Vikings fans, you know what I'm talking about with this stuff. But sometimes what I do uh, now is I don't watch live games, I watch old Dallas Cowboys games, and particularly I watch old Super Bowls that I know they have won. Vikings, you know what I'm talking... No, Vikings fans don't know what I'm talking about with Super Bowl stuff, um, So the Cowboys, they like won Super Bowls, like they won games. Um, So, but anyway, so I watch these Super Bowls and I have a smile on my face the entire time. Why? Because I know the outcome. I know they won. So every miscue and mistake, that's not a big deal to me. I don't care. I know they won. 27-17, this game is over. It may look like they're losing. It may look like they're not able to come back, but I know the outcome. I know they won. And for us... We've won. If we're a follower of Jesus and we know that Jesus came to this earth as our Savior, man, we have won. Our battle is over. When we know the outcome, it changes our outlook. And we need to know this as well. There's going to be a day, maybe not now, maybe not a couple of days from now, but it will be someday in the future where we're going to be able to look at our lives And we're going to be able to confidently take off our battle boots, take off our work clothes, take off our work garments, and we're going to be able to throw them into the fire. Because we're going to know that the biggest battle of our life is over and won. Can you imagine your addiction, the thing that you want to stop but you can't, sitting in a fire in front of you, burning because it's over. Can you imagine that unhealthy way of thinking that you have that you just can't think differently? It's going to be burning in a fire in front of you. That struggle that you can't let go of, that family dynamic that you can't fix, that battle at some point will be won. That is the wonder of Christmas. When Jesus came to this earth, all of our battles are won. We can shed our battle clothes. We can take off our boots, throw them into the fire because the battle is over, guys. That is the wonder of Christmas. Victory is coming for us. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. But it is coming because when Jesus came to this earth, we won and he won. And that is the wonder of Christmas. Would you pray with me? Jesus, we thank you so much for coming. It was predicted that you would come and you came. Thank you, Lord, for fighting our battles for us. Thank you for being a victorious king, a king different from any king that will ever roam this earth, God. You are perfect and we love you, Lord. I pray that you would just even teach us now what it would look like for us to trust you more. Would you teach us even now what it looks like to change our outlook because we know the outcome? Would you show us what it would look like for us to burn our battle clothes? Would you show us, would you give us a glimpse of what it would look like for the biggest struggle of our life to be burning in a fire in front of us because it's over, because the battle's been won with that issue? God, would you show us what that looks like, Lord? We know that you can do it. We believe that you can do it because it was predicted that you will do it. God, we believe that with all of our hearts. Lord, help us to believe it if we don't. We thank you for who you are. We pray in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message moved you in any way, be sure to subscribe to the podcast to never miss your dose of encouragement. You can also follow us on social media with the handle at Embrace. Again, we are thrilled you took the time to join us today. And if you live anywhere near one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota, we would love to have you join us in person. You can find out more and start a conversation at imembrace.com. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.